That way, now I can just have a VOD and I don't have to go back and cut it. And it'll just start where I said that. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another edition of The Nowhere Show. You are up in here for yet another interesting interview. You know what we do. Today, I don't even know where to begin to describe the guy. But he goes by the name Okami. He hosts, co-hosts and co-created a podcast called Blurred Life with my wife. I'm going to let him maybe describe that term because I have been educated and blessed and I love it. But his story resonates so much with mine as far as being a nerd and being a part of anime and Star Trek and Star Just so many cool things that in that pilot episode that I was like, whoa. And... He has the voice fit for radio, and I think he makes it work for radio, and he's handsome, and he's a variety streamer, and he's a husband for four years. I mean, it's just a lot going on with this dude. He's a proud owner of a PS5. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> there's so many things we can talk about. But yeah, Okami, uh, glad to have you on the show, and why don't you say hello? Yeah, man. Uh, definitely happy to be here. Uh, thank you, Mr. Wilson. My name is Blue Okami. Y'all can call me Okami. And I'm a variety streamer, podcast host, uh, learned individual, spiritual maven. Uh, <laughs> we can we can keep going for all the hats, but the important one tonight is Blurred. Um, for those who don't know, um, a, the term Blurred comes from the intersection of the word nerd and black. So if you're black and you're a nerd, you're a blurred. It's the intersection of dopeness between those two uh, terms. And that's what my wife and I consider ourselves. So we love being blurred so much. We created a podcast called Blurred Life with my wife. And we chill together, hang out, have dope conversations about nerdy shit that we <laughs> like. And um, yeah, we're just really happy to be here. Bro, I love that term. Like... I mean, because I've heard weeb, I've heard dweeb, I've heard nerd, I've, you know, all the all the things you can say about somebody, you know, being academic, you know, not just when it comes to obviously shows and anime yeah. and whatever, but just like academically inclined, not sport inclined, whatever. It's just, yeah. it's, but it's so cool. Like, um, honestly, I just, I don't normally skip ahead, but I want to go ahead and skip ahead. Um, first of all, though, Smelly wants to know where you're from. I don't remember. Sadly. Oh, no, no, that's not a problem. I'm from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philly in the house. That's right. Yes, now I remember. Yeah, you're you're an Eagles fan and die yes, hard sir. at that. When they suck, yes, you're still sir. an Eagles fan. Oh yeah. We 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 we, we watch them, you know. They they going to get they going to get they they shit fucked up, but we going to be there to talk about it and be mad about it and look forward to the next game cuz that's how it is. Shoot. <laughs> so I just, like, you did describe it kind of briefly in a nutshell with your introduction, but I kind of, I just want to go back and tell us about the Blurred Life podcast, because I'm just, it's so cool to me. When I saw the, the 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 announcements that you were posting on your Twitch, I was like, I love podcasts, I'm definitely going to make time to check it out, and then when I made time to check it out, it just, like I said, resonated with me on a different level. Um, reminded me of my wife and I um, in some forms, just the way you guys interact with each other. And um, it was inspiring, honestly, uh, after the time that I've spent with you over the last two weeks in your stream and in the Hear Your Podcast. I was like, man, this is, this is cool. So, yeah, let explain it to us a little bit. Uh, tell me about it. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, my wife and I, um, we just celebrated our four-year <laughs> marriage anniversary in September. Uh, we bought a house in September. Okay, and congrats. Thank you. And, um, you know, it's, it's it's always come up that, you know, I'm a huge gamer. She's a huge nerd, anime watcher, and, and sci-fi and high fantasy geek. Um, and, you know, it really just comes down to a lot of times our, our hobbies and interests don't always allow us to spend time together. Mm. Um, because, you know, I'm either gaming or she might be, you know... Um, reading or or doing you know some of the things that she does and she games as well but she's more of a mobile gamer but okay uh we wanted to find a way to uh spend more time together or like have have time where we can just like mac out and chill and be dope 
um, outside of, you know, the obvious type of thing. So I was, um, I hosted a podcast in 2016 to 2017 for about two years uh, in there um, called um, Legion of Love Podcast, which was a life and relationships podcast for me and three of my, uh, three of my best friends. So I was really getting the itch again, the podcast, and I would tell her about it. And she was like, well, why don't we just do a podcast? We can spend time together. We can like plan for the shows. We can do all these type of things. And hmm. um, it, it, it stems from it stems from um, couples therapy that we went to where our therapist was basically like, you know, sometimes you're going to have to go into her world um, and sometimes she's going to have to come into your world. So we tried to find the best way to kind of do that do something that i'm really passionate about and uh, you know she's really passionate about me so uh she thought that it would be fun and we started the podcast and you know um i don't know how to tell you about the name of the podcast it kind of just came to us but <laughs> uh and we've been doing it for we've been doing it for a while now it started in the in the bowels of early quarantine right <laughs> and, right uh, so you, you, if you if you listen to that first episode, Mister uh, Mister Wilson, we were, I want to say, quarantine was still pretty fresh. You know what I mean, right? Um, so it was it was it was something really cool that we that we were doing, and now it's just about maintaining consistency. And we've been uh, approached by different um, by different. Oh, there's my camera quality. Right, I was just say it just just upped randomly. What's up, Crack Hour? Oh, Okami, evidently he knows you by name. I don't know how that's possible. Oh, hey, listen, listen, man. Hopefully my name is getting out there. I appreciate you, Crack. It's nice to meet you. Uh, if I've met you before, please blame my head and not my heart. <laughs> these chats go so quickly, um, and I do apologize. But uh, thanks for thanks for coming through. What's up with you? Yeah, you're still streaming, I'm sure. I think um, <clears throat> you hit on a lot, man. And I know it's been a while because when in that first episode, you guys are talking about being in an apartment and now you guys are in a house. So that's like a whole a whole lot happened for y'all during quarantine, which is crazy. And then um, I out of curiosity, and you don't have to go too much in depth. Um, You got you said you were doing therapy. Was that because of strain or by choice, like for growth? Um, yeah, I think I think every I think every relationship, every marriage should go to therapy i think every couple if they're serious about each other should go to therapy and i think that there's a stigma about that um right and we wanted to do our best to combat that stigma and challenge ourselves and challenge ourselves as a couple and as a married couple wow. and we never did it before we got married like there's like this premarital counseling exactly. counseling that people do so we never did that um, so we were like, all right, well, you know, nothing's perfect. Let's go. And um, obviously, you know, we nothing's perfect. Right. So we right. had our issues, um, but therapy definitely helped us work through those things and understand each other better and communicate better, which was a, a large part of our um, of our issues. And, you know, it's, it's definitely something that I advocate for. I've been to therapy on my own. My wife has talked about um, going to therapy on her own now. So it's really one of those things where sometimes you just need that mental that mental check um, right. and just to have someone that can that you can speak with. I'm a, I'm a very large mental health advocate uh, at this point, mm -hmm. um, because without it, you know, I'm not sure if I would still have my wife. I'm not sure if I would still have my life. You know what I mean? If I hadn't talked with someone. So uh, I, I definitely advocate that in the, if you're in a relationship or if you're in a marriage, it doesn't hurt. There are plenty of options that you can take advantage of um, and just make sure that y'all are good. You know what I mean? So, right. uh, and part of, part of what comes from that is our podcast. So it's, it's been really, really positive. I think, so the reason I asked is because I got the sense that like, just what I know about you so far, I was like, you know, they strike me as the type of people that would voluntarily go to therapy just to better themselves and I think, like you said, the word stigma is 100% accurate because there's something weird that happens, right, when you talk about something being therapeutic versus attending therapy. And for whatever reason, we have society's definition of that term, like I had to go to therapy, I had to see my therapist versus, you know, meditation is so therapeutic, it helps me so much. It's mm -hmm. like the, the difference between those two things in a person's mind is a lot. And it, I got so much, man, like, you guys you right um 
for me being like Christian like you there's something about your personality and your voice and um, just when I first come on there and you said the gift a gift from God a gift from the Lord and it's just like but you for me there's a part of you that really personifies the heart of the Father to me um, and it's like when you interact with people and your ability to just like anybody can come into your chat and find a way to tell somebody that they're beautiful and there's a genuine heart behind it and like that's that's how I view God you know it he loves you he just loves you for who you are and I'm just I wanted to compliment you on that man and um I don't know I just went I just hit like three different things randomly there um Mr. Wilson <laughs> there is there's so much hate mm-hmm there's so much hate in the world and there's so much you know ignorance and vitriol and 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 just no reason you know what i mean so i feel like and i think and i I really appreciate you for saying that i feel like the thing that drives me in this social media space is that if i'm going to be here if i'm going to try to have a presence on any of these social networks if there's no reason for hate then there doesn't need to be a reason for love either um i don't need a reason to tell you that i love you i don't need a reason to tell you i appreciate you and i just want to have a space that you know equal in in in, and opposites the hate that we all feel like Mm. and i was tweeting the other day and i said the 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 true grind of this age is to be um is to gain popularity on social media while being unproblematic and positive (laughs) politically correct or whatever Right. Like that's the true grind of this age to not be, you know, drama and, and, and doing all of this type of stuff. And, you know, it's so much more fun for social media to up these people who are, who are dramatic and, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, always into something and things like that. But for those of us that is just like, yo, like, I'm just here to be myself. I'm just here to right. spread love. I'm just here right. to, to be positive. It's so much more difficult to gain that traction. So I feel like that's the true grind of our age because people compromise themselves for social media to mm. get that clout you know what i mean and, right. and that's just not that's just not what we about it's no reason that people hate people so it's definitely no reason that i love y'all so i love everybody in chat and everybody <laughs> that's watching this and everybody that's not watching this right and then as a regular i say i love you to everybody like rocket welcome in crack says uh, some people go to therapy and use it as a crutch and don't realize that you can really define yourself or your family and put you on paths that you just didn't think about. Amen to that. It's, um, what I wanted to say is, um, the way that I got into this circle was through Glint. And I just discovered Glint randomly. Like, I was going out and I was like, you know, I want to go and find somebody random. And I just, or somebody raided me to his stream or whatever. And I was just like, you know, I want to pick him up, uh, have a look at him. And it was inspiring to be in his stream and hear the conversation that was happening. And then from there, I discovered you. I discovered uh, Blue Satire um, and a bunch of other people like Jules and your guys' community, Kohlberg, all you guys that I've been popping in on a lot recently. And I'm just like, it was encouraging, right? Um, I I used to preach quite a lot um, doing like ministry and mission work, like not preaching in people's faces, but just spreading love, you know, spreading the message. And when I left with my wife and we went uh, overseas to play, um, we were gone for two years and came back. And I haven't started ministry since, but I've done ministry like like we're talking about right now, where you just love on the people that you interact with on a daily basis. And yeah, it, that's it, definitely a ministry. Right. And it can become lonely, though, right? You know, especially when it's an Internet thing. Right. And you guys and your communities have just encouraged me and 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 lifted me up and reminded me and shown me like that there is a huge movement going on and it's exactly what you're talking about right on the surface you have all of these people who are literally surface level but beneath that you know we've got you guys out here pushing it and and bringing together a different kind of community on the internet um, and it's countercultural, you know, being a blurred is quote unquote countercultural, being a nerd and, and being proud to be what you are. And like, and I feel like that's what your podcast and that term like just really solidifies for me, you know, like, do you be you, be who you are, unapologetically be you. And at the same time, find a way to express love for human beings because you can be you and be arrogant and be a jerk but to be you and to love everyone that you come into contact with is hard um so yes that's cool man 
um and for you guys in the chat um especially you younger guys um and even older guys correct you know most of us it's a good reminder that despite the way that the world looks there's still light and there are still beautiful things happening and um you want to surround yourself with that and that's why the pursuit of therapy to me was so impressive because i'm not old i'm sexy old oh my there you go <laughs> yes sir i can attest man you're pretty handsome but um to surround yourself to it's a recurring theme on this show right the point of the show is to to talk with people like you who have dreams who have a life and you're pursuing both at the same time um or you've achieved your dream already and yet once you've achieved your dream there's still a grind that's happening while you're living in that dream like it doesn't just stop you don't just stop working you know um but bro my brain just died on me but yeah um and well, to, that is the grind, right? That, right. That, that that is the grind. The grind, the grind is living your dream. Mm-hmm. Um, some people feel like you it's know, separate, the, right? The grind is to achieve your dream or something like like no, the the, mm-hmm. the challenge, and what we were just talking about that you know it's it's so hard for most people to actually live their dream because they feel like they have to chase something else in order to get to a point where they can be themselves. Like no, you can be yourself and and enjoy being yourself while you're getting whatever it is that you're trying to attain and that that can be the dream like the grind is 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 having peace with being able to live your dream the grind is peace mm. let's just derive <laughs> that from there the grind the grind is peace being at peace is hard um that's what i was gonna say Th- therapy right pursuing a mentor or or surrounding yourself with people who are on a mama hulk what is good oh my gosh it i it's an honor to have you your name pop up in my chat mama hulk and crack hour a are a duo but she's always in the shadows hey um and um but to actively pursue either someone who is at your level headed in your direction or someone who is headed in a direction but further along the path and ask for advice right that's something that i feel like um a lot of the kids and the young people my age or younger than me in this in this era are missing out on like there was this it's like an entire generation missed out on the concept of having a mentor show you the way and and now there's this haughtiness or arrogance that says you know i'm gonna I'm going to do it myself, you know, or I have to do it myself, or I got to prove this, that, or the other. And, um, yeah, we, I see your question and I'm excited. And, and it ties into this concept. Like there are a lot of people, men, right? I did a basketball ministry and so not to be stereotypical, but I attracted a lot of people who were fatherless, you know what I mean? And especially in our particular areas, a lot of black guys, um, and they, they just, this, I don't know what it is about basketball as a sport, but you meet a lot of kids, whether they be black, Hispanic, white, whatever, but there's just something about this sport that I love that brings out the fatherless kids. And um, there are white kids who just, they had dads and they hated them. There are Hispanic kids who, like, they were immigrated over and they were in weird situations. And to have a lack of a role model in your life sucks, dude. Um, and you are like, you're a role model. <laughs> um, I'm, that's why I was excited to introduce Mike to you. And um, yeah, I hear my my voice in the other room. My wife is my wife is sneaking around. So <laughs> yeah, what do you do when you show love to people, but people take advantage of your kindness and love? That is a. I feel like that's gonna take some unpacking. But if you would like to tackle that question, we can. Uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 first off, I appreciate everybody that's in the chat and, right. and, and responding and um, that are just here, you know, because at the end of the day, you could have definitely been somewhere else. Mr. Wilson has a, a dedicated community, and I just appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Um, but I wanted to make sure that we saw that comment um, because it speaks to me specifically. And it's basically what do you do when you show love to people, but people take advantage of your kindness and love. French Reek, what we have to understand sometimes is that 
we can take our kindness for granted as well mm. um because we sometimes don't really understand what what showing kindness is and in our mind it's, it's showing kindness yeah like we're person we're, we're going out of our way we're doing x and we're doing y when really it's not it's, it's it's not really kindness that you're doing you're serving yourself because this is what you want to do now kindness does not require uh, that much commitment per se like you can be kind you can show people kindness without extending yourself you have mm. to understand where that where oh, the, wow. those efforts are coming <laughs> from are they coming from wow. you wanting to extend yourself because you're just that type of person or are they coming from you being a kind person and also how did you get that definition of kindness because if you're being taken advantage of it's because people feel like you're overextending right you gotta ex you gotta unpack that concept though you gotta unpack extending self because concept like boundaries right being kind without putting yourself on the line like you gotta unpack that form <laughs> that's a big statement you made bro yeah i mean and, and i don't and i don't mean to come across or tell people that you know not to be kind but a part of a part of everyone's journey is self-actualization mm. and a part of self-actualization is taking a step outside of yourself and seeing what this could look like to someone else um mama hulk was saying that she was taught to treat everyone the way you would treat somebody that's that that that's close to you that you treasure um, and I apologize, Mama Hawk, if I'm if I'm paraphrasing incorrectly. I don't have the best <laughs> eyes. I'm getting old. But um, with, with that said, there's nothing wrong with that. We were all taught the golden rule, you know, mm. treat others as you would treat yourself or treat others the way you would want to be treated. However, the world. It's cruel, man. Yeah, sometimes, is cruel. sometimes the world doesn't care about what you were taught. And that's not to say that you have to lower yourself, but you just have to be more measured be more tactful and understand the 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 energy understand the energy and the ebb mm. and flow and the efforts that you're putting out see if this person is moving in the same direction mm. people take the way that i am like like people you know mr wilson will tell you guys i'm really nice and things like that but i'm very much an asshole i'm very much an <laughs> asshole and people feel as though that i'm an asshole because i don't overcommit until i see how you move um, I was trained in chess. Oh, and shit. in chess, <laughs> the first game that you play with someone, I'm never trying to actually win the game. I'm never trying to actually win the first game that I play with someone in, in the game of chess. I want to see how you move. I want to see how you think, because then I can make my opinions and how I'm going to attack you or defend you. Because I, I can see, I can start to download your 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 thinking pattern your mm. what you're comfortable with when i do this what did what do they do when 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 they do this what did i do and then that comes the self-actualization part where you self-scout in between games you say okay when they did this i did this and i know that they know that i know that they did this it's very <laughs> much cerebral but those are the type of things that we have to start getting used to doing because people don't care about what you were taught unless itself unless it serves them and people have to understand mm. like stop saying that you're altruistic you're doing it because you enjoy doing it but don't we have to we have to understand that things that we do because we want to do it and the things that we do because we're nice or kind are two different things i can be as kind as i want to be and still not do something because it's simply not what i want to do right but you did it because that's what you wanted to do and that's okay but when you overextend and people take advantage of you, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily wrong. You just got to watch how they move. And once you see how someone moves or once you see that that experience, once you've downloaded that, now you can readjust yourself and move forward. I'm sorry, that was a paragraph. Nah, bro, that was an essay and it was good. And I don't know if I'm, I should be honored or if I should be scared that you're on the show now. You know what I mean? Am I being tested? Or have I passed a test? I'm just playing. But I I vibe with you on multiple... Like, that entire statement is so real for me. Um, I have to send a message to my wife. I'm requesting a refill because I don't want to leave my seat. But, um... Amen. <laughs> um, you're more important than another drink. Um, uh, Well, I mean, it's Friday. That drink's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself. I am, um, bro. Like, 
people don't like me. You know what I mean? Um, and I know you can, you're going to be able to vibe with this because when you meet me, I, I don't hesitate to tell you the truth. Um, but let me go back through the chat too, real quick. Um, and just say like smelly and between smelly and mama Hulk, like, and crack all, I feel like you just covered, you know, pretty much umbrella that, um, and smelly, you know, she said love from a distance, people who are taking advantage of you, meaning don't, like you said, don't extend yourself, right? Don't put yourself in a position to be damaged. And then being kind is if it's, it's a natural part of your character, right? But you can still defend yourself by being wary of who you're being kind to and on what level you're being kind to. And to top it all off, like blue said, like Okami said, read people, um, you yeah you really just that was a dissertation man reading people um is important and if if you are if you are like he said self-analyzing self-aware being conscious you know what i mean of the conversations that you're having then you will notice patterns and so people do not yes it's already gone she really asked me that <laughs> is it already <laughs> bro it was one glass um she any, said you're supposed to be sipping that mr right <laughs> it's 40 minutes in already though technically and um so all of my friends can attest to this the moment that you meet me right you, you're under the microscope and it's not a bad thing you know i do it because i love people and so you might say a sideways comment and i throw a sideways comment back to you you know what i mean like you'd be like um you know, stop being a bitch. And I'm like, well, why is he got to be a bitch? And then like for people who talk like that and genuinely mean it, that just gets under their skin for some reason. You know, when you question why they're calling people stuff and it and it opens immediately opens the door to a deeper conversation. And so like you're talking about moving pawns and, and reading moves like I'm going to ask you a question or I'm going to make a statement and I'm going to poke at you. And then if you can survive that first conversation without thinking that I'm an arrogant prick and continue to talk to me, you're going to get some wisdom. And how you respond to wisdom is going to really show your true colors, right? Um, because not everybody wants to learn. Nobody wants to, like, you know what I mean? And not everybody, nobody wants to experience pain. But the reality is in order to grow to be a better person, you have to experience growing pains. And yeah, dude, I just... No, nobody ever grew without being uncomfortable. And I, I, mm. I, I fuck with what you said, Mr. Wilson, because at the end of the day, I don't want to be around somebody who makes me feel good all the time. Mm. That's not, <laughs> that's not what I'm here for. A hype like, man. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not here for that. Now the, the, the woman that I married is the one who could be real with me and be honest with me. Mm. Um, because we found love in a hopeless place and, uh, the way it was was that we were on a college campus where I was yeah that's the jam um, <laughs> we were on a college campus where I was much more in the spotlight than she was mm. so I was experiencing a lot of like yes people and um, you know oh oh Kami yeah yeah you could do this yada 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 but um, that's 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 not I mean, I seen that. I'm not a naive person. Even when I was, even when I was naive, I wasn't naive. So I was really blessed to to be able to find her and find someone who could be real with me and ultimately beat me in an argument. Which is one of the things that I say. Like <laughs> I'm a married woman that beats me in an argument uh, because I like to argue. I'm an argumentative person, and that's why people kind of come off and say, "Well, you know, he's an asshole." Like, no, I'm testing you. I want to see how you are when you're not comfortable or how you react. Do you see that as a positive? Mm. Or do you see that as an opportunity for growth? Or do you see that as, oh, this person is not stoking my ego. So this isn't where I need to be at. And that's something that doesn't translate really well to social media. <laughs> because I feel like <laughs> in social media, our, our goal is to be accessible. And our goal is to be welcoming and things of that nature. Which is why social media generally hasn't been for me. Because mm. I can't feel your energy through the internet. Um, and that's so important to me. But... I don't want to get off topic. We're on topic. What you talking about? We, we've been on topic. That's the whole point of the... Bro, this is why I reserve my curiosity. You know what I mean? Like, I can get into people's Twitch chats and just question them and question them and question them. But like you, right? It's so much more entertaining 
for me and more personal to have a conversation on a phone call. And I used to take the first phone call and be like, let's do a pre-interview and we'll see how it's going to vibe out and make sure you're comfortable. But now I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to save all that for the show. And let's just deal with it when it happens, because there's so much good conversation that comes out in the first talk every time. Um, and I love it. And so, yeah, and it, it's all on topic, bro. There's no topic tonight. <laughs> the only time we, I get out of my box is when I'm streaming and forget to have, bruh. <laughs> okay, so I'm still a noob because I just realized that I can make the chat bigger. And, and be able to read what y'all are saying. Uh, I'm not stealing no street signs. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> crack hour is crazy. Let me tell you about crack hour, Okami. Um, because I'm gonna have a big party one day, and, and he's a necessity. Crack hour is a uh, network engineer, and this man land his entire house. He had like five people in his house last week, all streaming games at the same time. Etherneted up, like just they were all networked together. But that's what he does for a living. And so I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to have a big LAN party, and we're going to do a nice network. S- a small network of 16 machines, he says. So, <laughs> Yo, if we could get, like, some old-school Xboxes and get, like, Halo. Halo. Bro, I was just thinking about, like, like a- have a, a race to see who can finish their campaigns or, obviously, the multiplayer, like, killing each other. But I think it would be fun to see, like, which team of four can finish the campaign first. That'd be sick, too. That'd be super dope. Did did D two Halo and Starcraft? All right, check y'all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crack Hour, you're my kind of guy, man. I test software for a living, so okay, I would be the one. I'd be the one trying to break that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, what, what's uh, what's next, Mister Wilson? Uh, I don't know. You got halfway through a comment and said you were getting off topic, bro. You were talking God about energy it. on uh on social media and how you can't feel energy. And uh, he said, "Let's break it. I'm gonna wreck it." All right, Ralph. <laughs> that's 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 what they pay me to do. I have the best job in the world. I'll just come in here, here, blue. Here's here's a software. Break this shit. Oh my gosh. Okay, you know I'll try to break it <laughs> before they get it out to the uh, to the to to the client or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you guys like as as far as everybody, then we drink Monster with friends. That's a yes. white person drink if I ever heard one, bro. <laughs> That's a I, that's a pirate's drink. <laughs> I do not mess with ER. I do not mess with the the monsters or the or the um the energy drinks and things like that. But with you crack, I would definitely I would definitely definitely take one to uh, enjoy the occasion. He would humor um, you. No, I mean it's probably good, but I would probably just be messed Bl- up afterwards. Right. I don't drink that stuff. We'd be blitz, bro. We would, yeah, man. I would probably have more rum than monster. I'm a, um hmm. I like rum, but uh, yeah, I need to go to the liquor store. I used up all my liquor this week. <sighs> Sad stories. It's, it's, it's That's what you. I was about to say. You need to do that on stream sometime. Stream, stream yourself trying to break some software. Matter of fact, you like. I don't understand. Like one of these days, for sure, some kind of creator is gonna show up on your stream, and I think it would be hilarious if you tested people's crap on stream. <laughs> That that's one thing. I was gonna say I can't I can't do my work stuff because right, of yeah. um, you know uh, NDAs and and mm-hmm. um, HIPAA and all of this type of stuff. We have we have clients all over the place, but um, I do that with Godfall. Well, Godfall is not that hard to break, crack. <laughs> uh, Godfall is definitely still in its early phases, but I do play Godfall. So if you if you rock out, uh, I don't know if you're on PC. You're probably on PC, but I'm on PS5. Uh, we can definitely run. I, I'm still trying to get to end game. This dude, this dude popped in my stream the other day. I said, "Hey man, how you doing? Uh, how's your stream? Are you streaming tonight?" And he goes, "Yeah, trying to get another character to level sixty on World of Warcraft tonight." I'm like, "Another one tonight? Like <laughs> that's a wreck. Like he's a grinder, bro." Uh, still on back order. I feel you, crack. I mean, uh, I'm a I'm a Final Fantasy guy myself. Mm. Because you can have one character and 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 not have to roll alts, but uh, I definitely understand how dope uh, world three hundred tunes. Yep. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> I don't even. He's crazy. That's incredible. He's a sweat. I can't imagine how many hours, how many man hours you spend in Warcraft. Well, it's been out for like twenty years, but still, I have to be ready for outs. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, something you said about your wife that I thought was interesting. And ties into our entire conversation. You said, 
I would I was going to marry the woman who could beat me in an argument. So is that something you were saying before you started dating her? Yeah, absolutely. I went in I went in with the I went in with the um with the goal of, you know, a girl that could beat me in an argument got my attention. It's not like it's not like the one end all be all. Like I've never lost in an argument to any woman, but it was one of those things that I went into a situation looking for. Mm. And she was really, very intelligent. My wife is very intelligent and she <laughs> speaks well. Um, she can argue logically. She can argue emotionally. Mm. She has she has mastery of both of those spectrums as to where me, I'm more of a logical arguer. I don't really understand the emotional part of it. Like, why aren't you telling me I'm right? If I'm logically telling you right. why you're wrong, but uh, my wife is much more well-versed in the emotional spectrum of it as to where if a person is arguing against something that they feel is 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 vital to their character, mm. then the logic is not going to it's not you're not going to succeed with logic because logically they don't they don't connect it to themselves logically. It's an emotional response and you're going to get those emotional responses. So she very much helps me with that side. Um, That's cool. I know, right? What makes it worse is when I help her make herself right. Yeah, yeah. Bruh. Lose a lot of lose a lot of arguments nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I think that's cool because again, young men and women really like the the casual dating society has destroyed boundaries, um, in multiple ways. You know. Um, I had, I had one guy who described casual dating, um, essentially as like statutory rape and he's just like, like, or emotional rape, right? You know, like you're going in with the intent to use a person physically without the intent to fulfill them emotionally or spiritually. Um, and when you're done with them, you just walk away and it just, it was mind blowing, but what I, I, take away from your statement um just reminds me of how i met hannah is again to test character right not just testing your friends but testing your relationships and people just they skip that emotional part and you know like they get caught up in sex they get caught up in the physical aspect of the relationship and then they try to figure out the emotional part you know like you said uh stretching yourself extending yourself um and we extend ourselves so much today in society and i just think it's really cool that you even had you had even one like solid definition of character like this is something that the woman i marry ha is going to be able to do or has to be able to do um and i think more people could benefit from that like i'm not going to date you i'm not even going to consider you as a spouse or significant other if you can't accomplish xyz um I don't know why we frown upon having standards as much as we do today. Um, it's it's kind of crazy, but yeah. I have really high standards, uh, and my <laughs> friends, my friends would tease me about it because it's like you know I'm here for a good time, not a long time. But me, I was I, I I'm a very prideful person too, so that's probably my biggest strength, but also my my biggest weakness because my pride would not allow me to deal with certain women in, in, in college where I met my wife. My pride would not allow me to deal with certain women when I came back home uh, to Philly, you know, and in, in, in after a uh, holiday break or anything like that. Like, I, I, I wanted the best at all times. Like, I, I wanted I wanted the ones that dudes, regular dudes, felt like they couldn't get. And that's why I wanted them. Like, all right, people say you're unobtainable. Um mm. Because also I had a I had a very big hero complex. I had a very uh, big arrogance and and Superman complex. I was very much full of myself. I think that I'm a little bit more humble now these days. <laughs> um, I would hope so. I'm sure my wife would disagree. But uh, in those in those intimate moments where you can really be yourself, uh, that's really where you feel like yo. Know, I've had so many intimate moments where I could really be myself with this person in this place where being yourself is not is not the currency mm -hmm. so i think that's that's where i really came to understand that she was very special that's weird it's almost like a a flip side of the relationship that i have with hannah because um my brain is going on a tangent i love it man i love talking to people 
it's like so do you feel like your wife right so she's she said she's the more emotionally centered one um or emotionally knowledgeable educated mature whatever word you want to throw out there mm. um would you say that she created a safe space for you in your relationship to be like you said that she you were able to be yourself right um what would you call that like that space or the term that i use with hannah is a safe space because you know she she existed with a bottle an emotional bottle where she didn't want to release her emotions because you know she she was didn't want to deal with people's responses or she was afraid that she would lose somebody or that her character would be looked at you know for whatever reason various reasons and so one of the very first things that we did in our relationship that I tried to do with her was establish an emotional safe space for her where she could vent and know that I wasn't going to judge her and maybe safe space is a weird term to you um in in regard to what you're saying right but it, it almost sounds like your wife was the type of person that created an area for you where you could be safe to be you, right? To be different, to be at peace is the term you used earlier is probably a better word, a peaceful place. Yeah, I think I think for us, it's I'm not going to I'm not going to call it a symbiotic relationship, mm-hmm. but I feel like there was a natural equilibrium that we established mm. um, a, a give and take. And I think that now, you know, being married, the amount of time that we have been the drop in the pond that is marriage in four years or whatever. <laughs> but um, being married the way that we have now, I think we're more focused on establishing those safe spaces, those, you know, we when you've been through so much with somebody like I met my wife when I was 18, you know, I'll, I'll be 33 in February. So wow we really had an opportunity to kind of grow up together in a sense, but we were also semi in our minds, semi complete when we met, if that makes any sense at all, when you're right. 18, it's like, you're on the top of the world, you know, everything and yada, yada, yada. But so we've had the opportunity to really like test each other and see each other and, 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 and like really see each other. What makes us tick? Like I, I can tell by her energy, if she's happy, sad, annoyed, and you know i'm a younger brother so usually i go in antagonistic mode and she's an older sister she's the oldest so she instantly is just like get out of here for our neck chop you or something like that like it, it, there's there's a there's a there's a give and take there of energy i won't say that she created a safe space a safe space but i think that we noticed things about each other that let us know that we could uh, show this person this more, this much more of ourselves. Like when we first met, I told her, I'm like an ogre. I have layers. And there right. are some few people that, that know the real me because, you know, for lack of a better term in college, I was something of a public persona. Like I was one of a very few select people that were selected to be in my organization. And this was a college where these organizations were just, you know, the not the bees, the bees, but they were... Yeah. They, they they were you know uh something that people aspire to what kind of a so, big deal <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like i was very much protected i was very much um you know Guarded, keeping people right. at at a at a certain length because you know i understand how people are so i'm not going to put you in a position where you have the opportunity to take me for granted so as we were able to kind of hang out more and, and she got to know me more and i was able to open up to her she was able to open up to me we found out how much how nerdy we were we found out how corny we both were and how we laugh at the dumbest shit and just little things that you know endear you to a person but it took time like we didn't actually start officially dating uh until we knew each other for two years so i think that's a blessing as well because we can kind of we were able to kind of analyze each other and see how each other moved and then decide like okay if this is something that we want to pursue and um and then we actually talked for a bit before we made it official too. So I really liked the 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 way our relationship developed. Um, I'm sure she would feel differently or say differently, uh, but I think all things fell into places they should have. And you know, hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, that's 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 it. <laughs> I don't have to worry about getting married again. Right. I guess. I like the way that you phrased it, equilibrium, give and take. Um, And I guess I would go back, because we're saying the same thing. And I guess what I would go back now and rephrase is that I offered her a space to feel she could give her emotions, right? 
and that was my give and then her take was giving her emotions right and then my take was to receive the blunt of you know her emotional stress and to listen rather than try to fix and then so on and so forth and then there was like you said a, a developing give and take and i think that's what what i want people to draw from this is that a relationship you know we talk about 50 50 a relationship is not 50 50 it's 100 100 um, and sometimes relationships start at 10-50 or 10-10 or whatever, right? Where people are trying to, to feel each other out and grow. But the eventuality is that the intention of being married is to give yourself fully to an individual. And it's it's work because you don't wake up every day the same person you were yesterday. That's not reality. You know, you mm-hmm. wake up with yesterday's problems coming into today or, and then you have today's issues and then tomorrow's problems are weighing on your mind. And I tell people all the time, like... Y- you have to fall in love with your wife daily. Mm-hmm. If you wake up and you look at her and you see the same person every single day, that there's a problem because you're not looking at her. Because the reality is like she woke up, you know, and she might have had a nightmare. And instantly, you know, there's a different aura or a different energy or a different vibe, whatever it's going through. And, you know, she just woke up different than she did yesterday. And if you treat her the way you did yesterday, you're going to get slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah, yesterday oh, may not work today. <laughs> For sure. At that point, I would be boards in the eyes considered a nutcase. Man, I'm excited. If if we're 50 years into our marriage and uh, and we don't want to sleep next to each other, I might. I will probably laugh at it. <laughs> Got to change the strat up. Yeah, yes, man. sir. It's. I mean, it's 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 really it's really a beautiful thing because when it comes down to it, and Mr. Wilson, I think you would agree, and I'm most likely Crack House would agree as well. I haven't known you very long, but I feel like <laughs> right. Um, I feel like you may agree that when it comes down to it like you said it's not 50 50 it's 100 100 and every day you have to choose to love Amen. that person what a word bro you, you have to choose like every day waking up it's it, yeah falling in love is great every day as well because there are times where she just does something super cute or like she farts or <laughs> you know she comes in with your hoodie or I'm something telling like your wife, that. bro i'm telling girls she don't already fart. knows she, that's and that's what that's what she would say she but whatever anyway there there's there's gonna be times where it's like yeah she's, she, you're insatiable like i can't help but love you but there are also going to be just as many opportunities for you to say yo i don't fucking like you right now mm-hmm. but i'm choosing to love you mm. and i'm choosing to do the work required or the work that comes with that choice i'm choosing to that that commitment i'm choosing to to use kinder words i'm choosing to you know make sure that you know that i love you i'm choosing to to communicate uh and, and and as much as falling in love with someone every day is like you have to choose that because i feel like it is a choice love is a choice uh from my logical perspective of course there's an emotional component mm. but falling in love probably is the emotional part but being in love is probably mm. the logical part because you you choose to continue to perpetuate these actions that you promised or that you that you know that they would that they want you to do so that's my piece on that i guess really interesting to consider a logical like from a, a logistic standpoint right the valuation of moments right everybody has emotional attachments to their memories or whatever but like from a logistical standpoint like for example is what i'm about to say really worth the week that we've had because i know when it comes out my mouth it's gonna ruin <laughs> the last six days or whatever you know that's and like you said it's a decision to to value what you have already what you are building against what you might do that could damage it and set you yeah. back yeah and that, that that comes back to a conversation that that i've had quite often especially on social media where it's just like oh well instead of cheating why don't you just leave and for me that's the most asinine question because obviously the goal isn't to cheat on your spouse or on your on your significant other but to say that it's as simple as just leaving every time is 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 stupid to me it's just it's just blatantly stupid you can have time investment you can have monetary investment there could be children involved there could be so many one of a trillion different things mm-hmm. that go into this relationship to, as to where it's like 
if I wanted to cheat, I wouldn't cheat. I would just leave. Like, you can't just leave someone like that. And I'm this is not me advocating for cheating, but I'm just trying to say that that question, the way that it's delivered, mm-hmm. is 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 broken. <laughs> it's totally. it's absolutely broken. Um, because neither one of them has any value without the context. Crack, I feel like um, that question is is broken too. If I wanted to leave, then would I even get started? I think I don't think kids would comprehend that because you you got to teach the concept of commitment before you can even dive into that. Because most people are starting things without the intent to stay in the first place. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, like, and 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 some kids just do things on a whim. Like I remember when I was young, like I was just like, okay. Like I'm not, I'm not forecasting. I'm not making plans. I'm not uh, saying, okay, well, in six months of my life, where is this person going to be at? Mm-hmm. Um, but there are there are people like that. There are people who are very much um, visionary and they'll they're forecasters and they're like, okay, if, if I bumped into this person and we said hi on Wednesday, am I going to run into this person six and a half months down the line? tying their shoe on the side of the road or something like that. There are very much people like that, but I don't know how typical that is. It's, I think it's a level. So on one hand, there's a level of psychosis where you have a paranoia, right? Where they're, they're terrified and they're calculating. And then there, you have people like mama Hulk right who this person experiences genuine love for the individual or you or me right we we experience a genuine love so we have the capacity to stop and consider what impact my words and actions are going to have in this person's life even though we're just crossing paths right now and we may not go to the level of like i might see you six months down the road but we are thinking along the lines of you know how are my words right now going to impact you in 10 minutes or six months or whatever like is there something that is happening in our conversation that can transform your mindset that can shift your life or whatever um and that comes again from like just seeing people uh, and people don't see each other these days on very much it's kind of crazy um or at least I think that's that's a biased statement i think people see each other um and again being a part of y'all's community is is showing me like there's a lot of us out there who and i think that the media and the social media you know i wouldn't be shocked if half of celebrity followers were just media bots going up there and, and gassing up stirring the pot so division will will exist even more you know what i mean it, and yeah. that's conspiracy theorist level you know, but I think it's reality. Um, if you want to talk the reality, yeah, it's technology. You talk about energy. You talk about good energy. You talk about bad energy, and and, and God and the devil and whatever. Right? If I don't care how you phrase it, um, as an individual, but at some point, I feel like people have to wake up and at least for a moment acknowledge the reality that there is tension. And um, I think technology errs on the side of division at the end of the day like you said right it shows in our culture um just the way that you're forced to use social media um am i going to Mm -hmm. has has anyone seen goodwill hunting crack have you seen goodwill hunting mr wilson i i've seen it but i don't remember it i know i've seen it okay so in goodwill hunting robin williams plays this psychologist yes or (laughs) a therapist right um, okay, they're all yelling at me to get my butt going on these games. I just had to come in and yap. <laughs> Love that movie, Crack. All right, bet. Uh, appreciate you for coming through. Yeah, man. Um, I wanted to highlight this monologue that Robin Williams said to Will um, in Good Will Hunting because I, I believe I believe that this monologue completely encapsulates what real love is. Mm. Uh, and it's really weird because it's coming from Good Will Hunting, like supposedly written by <laughs> Matt Damon and, and, and uh, Ben Affleck but that's neither here nor there so um, Sean Sean McGuire is, is, is Robin Williams character in this film and he says uh, so if I asked about you about art you probably give me the skinny on every art book ever written Michelangelo you know a lot about him life's work political aspirations him and the Pope sexual orientation the whole works right 
but I bet you can't tell me what it smells like in the Sixteen Chapel. You never actually stood there and looked up at the beautiful ceiling, seen that. If I asked you about women, you'd probably give me a syllabus of your personal favorites. You may even have been late a few times, but you can't tell me what it feels like to wake up next to a woman and feel truly happy. Mm. You're a tough kid. I ask you about war and you probably uh, throw Shakespeare at me, right? Once more into the breach, dear friends, but you've never even been near one. You've never held your best friend's head in your lap and watched him gasp his last breath looking at you for help. And if I asked you about love, you'd probably quote me a sonnet, but you've never looked at a woman and been totally vulnerable. Knowing someone could level you with her eyes, <laughs> feeling like God put an angel on earth just for you who could rescue you from the depths of hell. And you wouldn't know what it's like to be her angel and have that love for her to be there forever through anything, through cancer. You wouldn't know about sleeping, sitting up in a hospital room for two months, holding her hand because the doctors could see in your eyes that the term visiting hours don't apply to you. You don't know about real loss because that only occurs when you love something more than you love yourself. I doubt you ever dared to love anybody that much. And uh, that's, I mean, there's, there's more to that monologue. It's fucking brilliant, but that part right there is uh that that's 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 love to me mm -hmm. when you can be truly vulnerable and you can there's 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 a power that that person has over you and you know it and you willingly give them that power that's part of the choice of loving somebody every day to give them that power to destroy you mm -hmm. to obliterate you and trusting that they don't man you got me wanting to preach <laughs> oneness bro for sure vulnerability yeah you, you're just so eloquent that I don't even want to touch some of the things that you say I just want to leave them alone my dad was a very abusive drunk to me and my mom and I still gave him the love even when I put him in the bag what I feel like he just confessed to murder <laughs> nah just when he buried him that's what I'm assuming as well. <laughs> and, uh, when he when he passed away, right? Yeah, there you go, there you go. Clear, <laughs> Thank clear, you for the clear. clear that up just a little bit, crap. Come on now, I'm gonna help you out, bro. When I put him in the bag, <laughs> yeah, we stayed with him for a whole week. Yeah, bro, that's rough, man. That's rough, especially having that type of relationship. I, I can't speak on it. I, I didn't have that experience. Me neither. It um this man said he was leaving. I love it when people say they're leaving but get sucked back in. Good times, good times. Well, you were in Jewel Stream where he was on one percent for an hour and a Bro, half. Bro, stop. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a good experience. He said he went back and listened to the VOD and he was la oh that's right, you got sick. Bruh. Alright, I need a drink because you just made me mad. Uh I got six screens. I mean, honestly. In all reality, we're about an hour into the interview, um, and normally I do try to keep them to an hour. So if you would like oh. to go join your wife and rejoin her, there's always, like I said, there's always the ability to have a follow-up show. Um, and, you know, it's not like we're never going to play games again unless you just hated this experience and you're not going to tell me because you've been testing me this whole time and you discovered that you don't like the way that I move, and so therefore you're not going to move with me no more. And, you know, I understand, but... <laughs> True or false? That 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 question that you have in yourself makes you move better, does it not? The whether or not I'm moving. Which wait, phrase the question. I want to hear it. So so wait, you you said you said uh, unless I've been testing you and you just and I'm just seeing how you move. Mm -hmm. But with the knowledge that I'm that I could be doing that, does that not make you put your best foot forward? I op yes, the short answer is yes, and the full answer is that I I operate under that assumption anyway, and um, my guy, yeah, to to go back to my previous statement, right? I am unapologetically me. I was created to to accomplish a mission, and that mission is to inspire others to chase their dreams and passions, and to help them to understand the love that God has for them, and the love that He has for those passions, and how that they sh how like how we're supposed to fit you know what i mean people 
just to break the mold and the misconception, man. And so I'm testing the people testing me, but yeah, I'm gonna go. If this is over, I'm gonna go watch Virgin River. See, they're all waiting to do other things that are more interesting than us. I get now, but yeah, it um, <laughs> yeah, for sure, it makes you move better. Um, but I would say having spent so much time emotionally, mentally, and even physically investing into people over the years, I've learned a lot about what you were talking about, extending of self. And so, like you, I've developed a system, and I'm not afraid to use the system. And I think that, you know, kindred spirits, right? Energies, vibing, equilibrium, give and take, all those things that we talked about today, when it hits, it hits. And there's no denying that, and there's no really running from it if you're, if you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, why would I run from it? So it's an absolute pleasure to be tried and tested by a brother. As the word says, right? As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And And what's funny about that, Mr. Wilson, like you passed the test a while ago. So (laughs) (laughs) we're just fucking around at this point. Um, It's like two magicians trying to impress each other. (laughs) Uh, but no, I, I, I definitely appreciate it. I don't want to keep your, uh, I don't want to keep your, 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 your audience here. Um, I hope that everyone, uh, if you have an opportunity to check out blurred life with my wife, you can go to anchor.fm slash blurred life with my wife or the link on you right now. You can post it. It's fine. I'm going to hunt it down if you don't. So, yeah, I think I got, you guys can go. I'm about to, I'm about to start using that pro that platform just because i didn't know i did it existed and like i'm like where am i gonna post this stuff so anchor is super dope i i highly recommend for anybody um but yeah so that is Beat where you, you can find oh yeah you did beat me <laughs> <laughs> that's where you can find our show uh but i got another one here for you mr wilson uh for the good folks in the chat if you want to come drop by any of my streams i do stream three times a week and you beat me again ha (laughs) fine take it shout out to blue okami (laughs) thank you so much smell nick the amount of knowledge i've got the change to hear now tonight man and it's i've gotten to hear tonight yeah bro this is what the show's about and this is why i always i always tell people like viewer count to me i had to turn my viewer count off because you guys told me about that and it's been an absolute blessing um but when it comes to the show um i care in this in the aspect that like i to this point i've not had a very good platform to post to repost this stuff so pretty much once the show is done and twitch takes it down it's gone and a lot of these conversations are gone forever and not being a part of the conversation when it's live is its own problem too like and it just on one hand, I'm sad, right, when people don't get to hear the conversations. But on the other hand, I'm always reminded, like, one of the things I had to tell myself when I was preaching at my ministry is that, you know, if there's one person in there, and even if that one person was my girlfriend, who was my wife now at the time, like, that word is for that person. And so, Mike, you saying that, it makes it worth it. You know what I mean? And smelly and crack and all those guys, like, it just... One one set of ears hearing wisdom and receiving it, it, it matters. Each one, teach one. Reach one, teach one. <laughs> don't teach That's him it. how to, don't don't give him a fish though. Teach him how to fish, right? That's one said, fish, two him. fish, red fish, blue fish. <laughs> but um, yeah, make sure you follow Okami. WW Twitch TV. I don't even I like. The radio voice of the internet out here. Humble, honest, wholesome, arrogant Superman out here. You know, he's he's a paradox, walking dichotomy. I don't know. My vocabulary is not as big as his today. But, um. It's pretty big, pause. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, guys, it's such a pleasure uh, to be, you know, featured tonight. You guys keep it funky. Keep doing what you got to do. I'll be around the Twitter streets and the Twitch streets. and uh, Go follow yeah. them on Twitter, too. I don't even use my Twitter. We're going to get the wives on a, on a show one time. And I think it'd be fun to... I'm going to just keep listening to your show. and Yeah, but we're going to get the wives out here. 
I think that would be a hilarious conversation that I do not want to be a part of. There's a they part of me be, that is fearful. They would be correcting us the entire time, <laughs> and they would be right in doing so. But yeah, we love you guys. I'm gonna cut this off, but if I'm live again in a few minutes, it's because I'm playing games. So yeah, um, I will, as usual, get the audio only version out. Probably put it on Anchor FM to test it. And um, but yeah, feel free to share the vods, share the love, and share the wisdom that you received today. Uh, make sure to apply it to your life. And Okaki, oh, bro, that <laughs> he said he, he said he can't type tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to forgive you for butchering that right now. <laughs> it's, it's quite all right. And listen, I appreciate for, for y'all for the wisdom as well. It is definitely for not real. a one-way street. One of the things I love talking to, talking to people about is, you know, sharing wisdom. So it's been an exchange. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, man. The honor of having crack and Mrs. Mr. Hulk. All right, man. I'm done. I'm done talking. We'll see you guys. Have a nice night. It's all love. We'll be around.